This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Access all areas on Fubar Radio. You'll say. bit of dad rock there to start the show this evening bit of deep blue something uh, hello everyone welcome to access all areas uh, i am Stephen lang and i am on my own tonight uh which makes a change you won't get to hear the uh the dulcet tones of lizzie cundy this evening she is otherwise engaged so you're lucky enough to have me for the next hour well not just me i've got some great guests i have the, the very handsome model jordan charles uh cc coleman from first dates uh, who is kind of, I would say, a cult icon from the show. And then we also have Lana P, uh, actress and uh, singer, to talk about the work that she's been doing with Erasure. So we've got quite a good show coming up. Um, however, there has been some bad news today. I don't know, uh, Love Island fans, obviously Love Island is uh, pretty big. One of the, like, the most watched show the summer of the summer or something. And it was revealed earlier today that Sophie Graydon, who's actually the first uh, bisexual contestant on the show uh, back in 2016 and a former Miss Great Britain, uh, has died at the age of 32. She was found um, by police in her home uh, near Newcastle. Um, and at the minute, there, there's some talk. Uh, she'd recently revealed her, her battle with depression. It's not known exactly why she died. Uh, but obviously our thoughts go out to her, anyone that knows her and stuff, because I know we, uh, we often have Love Island contestants on the, on the show here. Um, so, yeah, some sad news there. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to keep our eye uh, on, on the Mail Online to find out exactly what's happened. Um, uh, also, though, uh, this is very exciting. It was finally announced f- uh, for Lizzie that she... Uh, that her new reality TV show uh, for ITV is coming out. It's called A Love Island for Women Over 40. Perhaps over 50, but I don't know if she would say that herself. I mean, we I did recently celebrate her 48th birthday. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's looking for love on a Greek island. It's called uh, the uh, My Shirley Valentine Summer. Um, and she is uh, on it with a, a bunch of other... Uh, of. Um, I was going to say older ladies. She wouldn't appreciate that. Let's say middle-aged ladies. Nancy DeLolio, uh, uh, um, Sean Lloyd, the weather presenter, etc., etc. And they're all going on to this. They've all been on this Greek island looking for love, doing different adventures and stuff. So uh, apparently it's coming out in July. So finally she can reveal that because she was away for a little while uh, while she was filming it. Finally, the time has come. Um, I'm hoping that doesn't mean she thinks she's too big for her boots and could no longer present the show with me because I'll be very upset by that if that is the case. Uh, but shall we get on with the show? Um, I'll play a couple of tunes and then we'll get our uh, our first uh, guest, Jordan, in the studio. <laughs> Radio presents. Would you do a mindful triathlon? Um, in theory, yes. I would rather do a mindful triathlon than the regular triathlon, mainly because I don't like to swim. I never actually had a swimming lesson. I'm going to sound like a brat. I had lots of certificates lined up of like 500 meters, 1,000 no. meters, and one was one was a dolphin, one was a whale, and you got different badges like in Brownie. Okay, well, um, so Jester said as well, be too very nineties. Yes, oh, thank I was eighties. That's why I was eighties. I'm old. We can all just drown completely. I, we can't swim. Well, 
every Tuesday. From 4 p.m. Fuwa Radio. We have our first very gorgeous guest in the studio. A bit of a change to what I said. I said we we're going to have Jordan on first. We're not. It's me. It's you. It's <laughs> from First Dates. Hello. How Hel- are you? I'm very well. Yeah. Always. Does it sound a bit weird when people say from First Dates? No, I'm really used to it now. You are? It's okay. just become four years in, you kind of like, it's just that thing now, CC from first name. Okay, it might as well be my last name. Did you know when you first signed up to do it, what kind of a cult kind of status TV show it would become? No, I had no idea. I literally, I was clueless. I thought they were joking when they, when I was like doing, well, I was like an audition, but not. They, I thought they were actually joking. I said, you want to offer me a role to serve food in a restaurant where people are on dates? <laughs> I just couldn't get my head around it. And they were like, it's, it's, it's that simple. That's all you're doing. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's just gone on and on. And four years now, I mean, I'm a professional waitress. I mean, what <laughs> so more you do you beforehand? Want? I definitely that? wasn't professional. <laughs> <laughs> I was something. I was throwing food around. But now I take a bit more care in what I do. Okay, yeah, because you know people are watching. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Best behaviour. How was it like being involved in a show like that? Like, um, obviously, you're not the focus. You are, the couples are the focus, aren't yes, they, really? absolutely. What's it like to be a supporting character on a, on a programme like that? But also, you're there every week. So people, do yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind uh, of yeah. a funny... It's, I feel very blessed because I love people and I love their stories and I, I care about people. So for me, it's like the perfect job being given to look after somebody and make them feel better. I couldn't ask for anything more. That for me is, is a, is the ideal job. Yeah. So yeah, it's just become, it's just become quite normal now. We know what we're doing. You know, you're just, you're making someone feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And if they've got a concern or a problem, they come to you and then you feel like you've helped them. And then you go, yeah, I did that. <laughs> and then when they get together, you're like, oh my God, it's me. I, I got the magic touch. You're like Silla Black. Yeah, basically. exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, basically. <laughs> what's, um, what's been your best moment doing the show? Oh, wow. Um, I, probably say moments would be abroad when we did Italy and France. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice, Italy, little, nice little trip away. It was, I mean, it was long days and hard work and mm-hmm. we didn't get much downtime, but you really got to, it was a real hotel feel and a family feeling. So everybody, the crew, the cast, everybody came closer because you're with these people all the time yeah. and these people are living it properly. You know, they step off a plane, they're nervous anyway, they come to the hotel, we're there to do everything, you know, take them from the car to reception, from reception to their room, from the room to the yeah, hotel yeah. and so you're playing a bigger role you're playing more of a part and you see them in the corridors so you know that you're sort of on you're constantly working yeah 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 so, it's almost like a love island vibe in a way wasn't it i mean we can talk about love island if you want but <laughs> <laughs> i am a little bit of a fan are uh, you just a little bit yes yes do you I'm, not see it as competition no no, no. it's two completely different shows mm. i mean there's the, i don't think there's any it's, it's obviously based around love and dating, but I'm not sure how much love happens in Love Island. It's like it's, it's a different, you know, maybe. A couple of handjobs. And that, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for the next one. I've only seen one so yeah, far. Yeah, there's only been one. I say yeah, a couple. Yeah, they've been really mild. It's like, guys, come on. Yes, compared to previous series, yeah, I would say yeah. pretty mild. Uh, yeah, I've got those on record. I watch them every night too. <laughs> so um, how did it first come about? Were you working in the restaurant? It's in St. Paul's, right, isn't it? It is, yeah. I was working in... 
in a restaurant in Soho mm-hmm. and I was um, I was in a really bad mood I was having a really bad day and I was just over it <laughs> I remember being a waiter and that was for me every day yeah <laughs> angry just wake up angry go to bed angry so I was just angry at work yeah. and uh, this table came in who were really lovely and they had a lot of banter and we just got on really really well and they kind of understood my my anger my anger issues got it and uh, they said you know we're actually casting for this TV show and I was like yeah yeah of course you are <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I've heard that before whatever <laughs> and uh, I was like and I'm an actress and they were like oh my god are you really and I was like well I, I've done a bit of acting but I mean and then I was like oh my god am I meant to be saying I'm an actress I suddenly went to professional mode and I was like oh my god don't swear like stand up straight you know I was like what do I do and they said no we, we are really casting showed their cards and I was like, oh, this is real. This is actually happening. So, yeah, two days later, I went for a chat with them. We just spoke about love for two hours, which I can definitely do. Fine. And then they said, well, you, you know, we'd like to offer you the job. And I was like, well, what is the job? I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And then I got it. Four years later, I, now I get it. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, yeah, we get there. We got I actually the applied. <gasps> And I didn't even get a call back. Oh, God, what's wrong with you? I was very... And, and I've had two friends go on that show. Two friends. It's definitely you. What's wrong with you? I what put, are you doing wrong? I put a picture up of me with Lizzie and saying, you know, I'm a radio presenter. I do all this blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just broken up with my ex. I don't really like... You know what I mean? I'm trying something new, but... I, Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. Not even a callback. This Did is about you do a four video? weeks ago. Oh, oh, so it's recent. Yeah. So maybe they're finding your perfect match. Mm, maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, they maybe do spend just a lot ignoring of time. Me. <laughs> Honestly, like some, I've seen them in the street. Okay, so I was. This is when I was working at Balance. Uh, sorry, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you can say that. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So I was working, and they, the casting team, were walking up and down. I was like, guys, what are you doing? Hey, you know, they're like, oh my god, <laughs> great banter. And they said, I said, what are you doing? They said, oh, we're, we're looking for something quite specific. And I said, well, what are you looking for? And they were like, well, we need a guy who's tall with dark hair who loves music and has a big belly <laughs> and I was like right okay and I this said is this definitely is definitely a gay guy that asked for that I can just may- I mean maybe <laughs> I did <laughs> I just couldn't believe how specific people can be and we go and find that so maybe they're just finding maybe. your perfect person maybe maybe, maybe there isn't one for be. me to be honest maybe that's part of the problem um, obviously you do stuff other than the filming the show because food. that's only a <laughs> I do yeah yeah you're training to be a pe- uh, personal trainer I am training to be a personal training, trainer training yeah. to be a personal yeah yeah I am I um, I took my I'm at the very very beginning so I took an exam on Tuesday which I passed well done congratulations so thank a little you. round of applause yeah no it's, it's really it's, real, it's a real buzz yeah yeah, again you're kind of passing any people. exam is like a, do you know what I mean yeah. I mean even on your phone like games on the phone gets me excited <laughs> yes. so yeah so um, hopefully I mean it's a flexible course so I can do it as and when which mm-hmm. is great at the same time I'm, I'm very good at being like lazy so I'm trying to kind of is get that good it for done. a personal trainer well, as in lazy and taking exams, because I Fine. just don't like exams. No. But as soon as I pass, I can't wait to just get people fit. I can't wait to get myself fit. Uh-huh. I want to see my body change and then go, oh, I can do this for me. Now I can do this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And actually, that's, I think, the bonus. If Because you sometimes get personal trainers who've just been fit their whole lives, and you feel yeah. like... Well, oh no, I'm going to do some serious before and after pictures. Don't worry about that. But look want. at me pre-PT. <laughs> and then, hey, look at me. I'm like a meathead. <laughs> what made you want to do that? I've always wanted to, but just never actioned it. I, it's always been that thing that you go, oh, I'd love to do that. And it never really, it just never came about. Mm-hmm. And now because the course is flexible, it just ties in with everything else I'm doing because there's no specific deadline. I've got two years to do it, which Fine. I don't intend to take. But it just ties in with my life and my world so I can, and hopefully I, it will all work out. You know, some, I'll do something around it. I want to do, I want to specialise in injuries and I've just got loads of ideas that I'd like to. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so you, oh, that's quite good. So you've got kind of you do have like a plan that you yeah want yeah because I've had a bit of back pain here and there, you know, got like it. with age and stuff. Got so it. I'd like to like know how to train someone with back pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because having my own sorry, I just cut you off. No, no, no. Just talking about no, me. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> because um, I've forgotten what I was going to say now. Anyway, it's about pain. You, you, pain you wanted my lower to back. like you want to be able to teach people who have the same problems. <laughs> yeah. That you've experienced. So we know how to train them, not just go, oh, do it anyway. You know, I want to really learn every single bone in the body and I mean okay. muscle so I know how to work it oh, that's interesting yes yes so but you're going to still be on first dates while you're doing this oh yeah as I'll long as they'll have you it. exactly yeah if you still employ me yeah <laughs> please <laughs> no I think I think I hope I've got a, a lot bit longer on it do you think that it could lead to other kind of TV stuff? Have you looked into more of I that? I think so. I mean, last year we did something, uh, we did a drive, it was called, what was it, All Star Driving School, and I learned to drive on TV. Okay. And that was... I need to do that. Oh my God. Do you not drive? No. Oh and my I really God, need why have you applied for this show? It's so much fun. I mean, the pressure is real <laughs> because there's cameras in the car and you're like literally shitting yourself. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And I'd never stepped in a car before or driven a car, so I just had no idea. So, I mean, I think I went through the alphabet with swear words. The, the lady <laughs> who was teaching me, she's an amazing woman. She was so patient. And, yeah, we had about a week, well, just under a week, to learn how to drive. It was intensive, and, yeah. But I passed. Well, well done. Yes, yes. So you're, you've got a real succession of passes going on well, here. Everything's going right in your life. Do you know what it is? I'm competitive. So if okay. someone challenges me with something, I, I, it's my inner competitive CC goes, right, I, I can't fail. Okay. So, yeah. Well, it's obviously working well for well, you. Yeah, yeah, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> in others, not so much. Yeah, exactly. How <laughs> is your love life then? If you're, if you're so good in, your, in, your, in the show at dishing it out like Scylla. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> my love life is a running joke. I mean, it's been a running joke for a long time Got now. It. I'm um, still, I'm still single. Just in case, no how long is like, still? Still, uh, it's been about a year and a half now. Okay, it's the longest okay. I've been single. But I'm learning loads about myself. You know, I'm going, I'm going to yoga. I'm meditating. I'm the best version of me right now. You know, I can bring so much to the table. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anybody fancy dating me, I would say yes. <laughs> yes. Anyone, anyone. I mean, the, yeah, the levels are just. Dropped now. <laughs> what kind of guys do you like? Um, funny. You have to be funny. Okay. Like I, that whole someone can laugh you into bed. They can. God, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen? Obviously, on first dates, you get to see like the good, the bad, and the ugly of what how dates can go. Mm-hmm. What have you learned yourself from watching all of those different things? Um, don't. This one's so cliche, but don't let your nerves get the better of you. Because I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in your own head that you... It's just when all the crap comes out, you know, you just you just chat shit. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just not... It, no one's getting anything out of it. So as, as simple as it sounds and as, you know, it's, it's actually difficult to do, but you do have to try and put your attention on the other person and go, okay... I'm going to listen. I'm going to ask you a question and listen to the response. Yeah. Not think about the next question that I'm going to ask you or the awkward silence. Like that an might interview. Happen. Like, exactly. Yeah. You don't want it to be like an interview. No, you want it to be natural. No. Yeah. It's like you know, a flow of a conversation is is actually a really good starting point. Mm-hmm. And then you know, the rest of it. Hopefully, there's some chemistry bubbling as well. I mean, that's just brilliant. But but is cool. the problem sometimes that the other person doesn't give what you need them to give, or they, if they're just not interested? Do you know what I mean? And then. It's just a uh, blowout from the beginning. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, you don't know that. If they're, I mean, if they're just being like, like they're not giving anything back, then they're probably not the right 
yeah. person. I, I, for me, anyway, I can't speak for everybody, but um, I need a conversation to flow. I can't be the one consistently starting it. Otherwise, I'd be like, okay, this is how our relationship and our marriage and our children are going to be. You know, I'm thinking <laughs> ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, it's going to be me, like, supplying everything. So, no. Um, but that's quite, kind of one of the problems that Alex from Love Island has, right? Alex, Alex? On, which one's Alex? The doctor. Oh, my God, he's gorgeous. He's gorgeous, <laughs> but he him. can't chat. He can't chat. And that's a real problem. I think he just needs to start talking about his job a bit. Because that, yeah, yeah, to women, people would be like, interested, you're, sorry, yeah. You're, you're a doctor. <laughs> everything else, you just forget everything. You're literally playing you're, with your hair even yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it. oh my God, you're a doctor. Okay, I don't, I don't know what you do. <laughs> like, what kind of doctor? I'm not going to ask what kind of doctor because it just, it's, you're just a doctor. Yeah. And I think you should talk about that more because that's appealing. He's trying to be like, I don't know if you heard him say the other night, he went, yeah, I like cars. She said, <laughs> yeah. oh, I used to sell cars. I like cars. Yeah, like, you're not Great giving one. me anything I'm there, cool, Alex. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Generally, most people like cars, but like, he's just trying so hard. Yeah. Love him. Well, he should come on our show. Yeah, probably should. We'd I think find prob- him, love. I don't know if you can. I think he's... <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't given up on him. He will definitely find someone. Well, fingers crossed for yeah. him, mate. Would you ever do something like Love Island? If they came a-knocking? If, oh, if I had my body in my PT shape... Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. Well. It must be quite hard, though. I was thinking, you know, you're laying next to somebody in bed who you really fancy, and you're in there for, well, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Oh, my goodness me. I mean, how do you not touch each other? Well, I think they do. They they do. (laughs) I know, but I would be so adamant that I wouldn't want to do that. Yes, not on television. No. Not in front of your mum and dad. Exactly. Proud parent. Oh, God, Cece. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, exactly. So. I just I think that would be really challenging mm-hmm. just some serious willpower yeah I agree with you yes so First Dates is back on now is that right uh, we're back on in August August yes okay sorry right it's so right. Uh, Channel 4 Channel 4 always or yeah 10pm Thursdays we'll usually usually may usually, I mean Who we knows? change it up you know we're trying to just keep everyone on their I toes it, I get it well Cece thanks so much for coming in thank it's been you. a real pleasure having you, having you in and uh, best of luck with everything thank you very much can't wait much. to watch the next series thank you That was a bit of erasure for our last guest, who's not actually here at the minute, Lana P, uh, who has been working with them recently. But now we have our second guest in the studio, 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 the very handsome Jordan Charles. How are you? Handsome, you know. I've never been introduced as that. Well, you, now you have. <laughs> it's official. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank You're you so a model, much. So, what else am I going to call you? Yeah, yeah. I guess I am. I guess I am. Well. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I do modelling, alright. I'm, I'm more than a model. I like to say. Okay, I like to say fair so. enough. Why? Why did you say that? Um, because you can be just a look, or you can be the personality behind it as well. And you yeah, know, I like to true. be both. I like to be both. And that's true, actually. A lot of the uh, big models these days are both, right? You know, you're not. They're not often just. Yeah. a face anymore you have to be you a need bit that more character that, that yeah, attitude yeah, yeah. you know you need the whole package yeah definitely and obviously you have a kind of a unique perspective on modeling as you are albino yeah yeah that's is true. that is that okay to say i mean i don't you know some people see it as derogatory i'm fine with it personally okay I'm fine cool with it. right okay so how did that not how did that come back but how did you kind of make that into something really positive and like you know what i mean because for some yeah. people it would be it's it's a problem that they 
Do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. And I, I don't want to make problem. you uncomfortable no and problem. stumble no over your yeah, words. Yeah. Right? But like, um, it did take me a while to get comfortable with it, personally. Yeah, um, but living with it day in, day out, I think it's just something that you get to grips with. Um, I didn't really plan on doing the modelling thing. People just started telling me, like, oh, you're so so striking, the way you look. You are. Yeah, <laughs> so um, that kind of got me into it. But um, later on, like, I mean, like, it's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of I wouldn't say held me back but it's also been like um, an obstacle that I've had to overcome in yeah, the industry definitely. yeah well there's I was actually thinking when I was on my way here about how people really celebrate difference these days yeah and how like Winnie Harlow is like one of the biggest models going at the minute yeah, um, yeah. you know and, and before that would have been considered something that you wouldn't want to put on the cover of Vogue no no uh, she has vitiligo um now people really want to celebrate those differences don't they they do i'm a massive fan of winnie harlow personally but the industry without me slating it too much no, no, they have a, they have a funny way of making it look like they're doing things um moving towards diversity when really they are actually um kind of staying still but including a few people winnie harlow take it i mean she's she's a beautiful girl with or yeah, without yeah, yeah. Yeah, true, yeah. um and i feel like they've been like okay look she's the vitiligo person that we're gonna let blow like she's she's beautiful we're gonna let her in the industry um again with sean ross who's another albino model yeah very beautiful guy and um he has been given a chance by the industry but me myself i've been told by agencies you know like there's already one of you in the industry already and you know like how can you have one model <laughs> from a, a, a type of diversity yeah, it's yeah, a, it's of a joke. yeah yeah but it's and is that hurtful when you hear things like that or do you um, kind of take it on the chin and I know the industry's tough, wh whatever you look like. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> you, true. you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of them cutthroat industries. Um, I think it almost makes me want to push for it more. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you have to overcome these things and become a strong person. You know, I'm, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm untouchable right now, but like the, the strength that's been built up inside of me, like I, I almost owe it to these people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, I, I, th I think it's, it's really nice. Like it's obviously nice. And I, you know, growing up, gay in, in a in a small village you know you you learn how to like eventually celebrate who you are but it does take time right yeah, like it's yeah, something it that so what kind of stuff have you been doing modeling um so modeling the main things that i always bring up because it's the things that people know so i've done, I've done like a an asos beauty campaign last year nice. which was celebrating kind of individuality mm -hmm. um so you know i'm a perfect fit for something like that <laughs> yeah um Recently, I've been doing a, a lot of magazine stuff, a lot of interviews. I'm trying to almost take a step, not away from modeling, but use the modeling to promote like awareness in albinism. Okay. So I had a video with ID magazine recently that I produced with my friend Nadira. Um, well, no, she produced, sorry. I started <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, now don't big yourself up too much <laughs> no, no exactly I, ca I can't produce <laughs> I'll put my hand up to that um, but yeah that was just all like a, it was a two minute clip a very spontaneous thing that we just made and um, just kind of a little bit of awareness but not, not too much yeah. you know if something like 10 minutes 20 minutes I don't even want to sit through that. <laughs> are you going to sit through that? You know? True. Yeah. You, you know, you've got to know your audience and know what people want to see. Of so. course. Short and sweet nowadays. Like yeah, people yeah. love their, their short video. Instagram you, you watch videos. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Mm. What, are you, what do you kind of want to do long term? Um, I would love to be um, a TV presenter, personally. Really? That's what I've always wanted to do, purely because I see the gap in the market there. I, you know, I haven't seen an albino TV presenter, especially a black albino TV presenter. Mm -hmm. It's something that was unheard of, and I feel 
it's like that connect something that will make you feel a little bit less alienated as a kid growing up with a condition like yeah, you can yeah. relate to someone in the public eye yeah i think that's actually a really good shout and that's a good point yeah it's it's not something you see on tv no 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 but uh, no. you you think like the way the world's going that more and more inclusion more and it, it should i think you've probably got it exactly the right time to be honest let's hope so let's hope so if there's any tv people out there listening you know, slap me up <laughs> <laughs> well you seem very natural and like you're, you're very easy in front of the microphone so I oh, see well, it yeah again it's just it's just taking time taking time i would like ask me a few years back i would have never been like this really <laughs> why is that uh, i just think when Did i wasn't take- comfortable within myself yeah i wasn't comfortable sharing that with other people um so now i just feel it's yeah just come comes naturally we're just having a chat here you know yeah yeah exactly yeah and uh, but i think a lot of people yeah it's it's a weird one isn't it because it's not really spoken about people aren't talking about albinism as something no big at the moment are they it's not whereas whereas people like winnie harlow they're like you said it's it's yeah 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 yeah. i hate the the fact that these things are being used as trends um, like the freckles like I see a oh, lot yeah. of models with the, you know, yeah, 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 with the freckles last year and then like it's like it's almost fizzled out a little bit I mean they're still using a couple but they're using it like a trend when this is actually how we live our life you understand like we're like this all the time that was like I remember uh, it was Meghan Markle actually um, at her wedding with Prince Harry and they were like look yeah, she's got yeah. freckles yeah. <laughs> isn't this incredible I'm like I've, I, it was funny actually because I went a couple of years ago now I went to for, to this place to have a facial and um, they were like, oh, you know, we can get rid of your freckles if you like. And I was like, oh, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even realise it was like a thing that I should be thinking about. Embrace it, man, embrace of. it. But it's weird, you know, like it was only when they said that that I was yeah. like, oh, do, do I have a problem? People do yeah. it the other way around, though. People who don't have freckles will be putting them on with makeup yeah or, or well Topshop actually yeah. sell special pencils right that you can yeah, draw yeah, freckles yeah, yeah, on yeah. with like <laughs> I mean this it's just it's all a bit what do like, we do do we have it do we don't like, you know? <laughs> yeah like what what's in what's not yeah, <laughs> do you want to do more of the modelling though like kind of do you want to have you done catwalk that kind of stuff or are you I've done some catwalk stuff yeah I, I would love what was to, that like did you enjoy it nerve wracking to say the <laughs> yeah, least um, but, but yeah really really fun you almost get like a rush of adrenaline before it's like nerves but excitement yeah. at the same time uh, it's really fun and before you know it it's over and it's done with <laughs> and you know you, you don't know what you're worrying about <laughs> yeah 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 um i'd love to take it to the next level uh i feel like I, i'm definitely trying to take it to the next level at a minute it's things like um agencies and casting agents and things that i would say are holding me back like <laughs> I've, I've got a, quite a good body of work but agencies really want me to prove myself whereas it's not something that's commonly done with models they'll pick a kid off the street and be like yeah sign with us <laughs> but then for me they're like oh well we want you to have this that the other you have to be getting paid work every week it's like why why are you treating me different to how yeah, you treat yeah. the, you know the rest of the models but that is that like you said kind of just the modeling industry and you know each every every individual model has their certain look that people are looking for and yeah i think so the industry it is a funny one and I can't say I know it in and out so a lot of this stuff I'm saying I suppose is maybe just assumptions that come from my end I haven't tried to be a model without albinism yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah, tough I don't know how tough it could be yeah um, but yeah some of the comments in that um, not puts me back but some of the comments I can't believe people are saying this I can't yeah. believe people are really saying this stuff yeah 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 well, that must be pretty, pretty unpleasant. Yeah, but it goes on, you know, it goes on. It happens regardless. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Get, let's get over it. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, very yeah. good at dealing with, um, not dealing with 
um, rejection as such. What? Hmm, maybe. Like, let's yeah, say, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. good at I'm good at like brushing that stuff off. Don't yeah. mean anything. I go to sleep. I wake up the next day and I can start. You're again. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Totally. Yeah. Are you actually into fashion yourself? Like, I've, I got a lot more into it. Um, as I got into modelling, to be fair, I did like, I thought I dressed well before, but then when you get into the scene, <laughs> you realise that you really don't dress well compared <laughs> to a lot of these people. Uh, but, but I you, try. Do you think you have to spend loads of money to... Um, some people will make you believe that. It's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And if you get to a level, I mean, some people... And I want to send out a massive thanks. Some people send me clothes for free, you know. Nice. So it's not always the fact of having to pay for it. Um... It's just the fact of how you style it, yeah, how, how you, you put it, it together. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. And you also, uh, I hear you do like a cooking, cooking show, right? <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. That's like my first taste of presenting, really. Tell us a bit about it. Um, so it's just six people who haven't really had much experience cooking, and we're trying, to, we're trying to learn. So a bit mad. <laughs> the concept is something that almost hasn't been done before, but it's relatable. It's relatable to the youth and we're trying to make cooking cool. We're trying to make it cool Okay, again. so you literally came into it like, I have no idea what I'm doing. They were they was looking for presenters. I wanted to do presenting, so I applied and then like, this kind of just got pushed on us. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, and you enjoy it? Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. There's a whole lot of fun. These people are people who I'm grateful to have in my life. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that I met them, to be honest. Awesome. Where can we check you out on social media? Instagram at Jazzy George. Make sure you hit that up. If any big brands listening, hit me directly. <laughs> you know, he wants more clothes. Yeah, Donatella Versace, <laughs> you out there? Hit me. <laughs> no, yeah, just just Instagram really. And if you want to check out Bad Canteen, that's the cooking program. It's on YouTube. Hit that up. It's on Cairo TV. Um, blam. Just type in any of their buzzwords that I told you, and you should be able to find it. You awesome. Know? Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Nah, my man, thanks for having that me. Was, uh, that was interesting. I'm inter- <laughs> I want to I hear more. I want to see more of Bro, you. Well, part two. Part two coming soon. Don't worry. Yeah, part yeah, two. definitely. <laughs> Honestly, Jordan, thanks so much for coming in. It was a real treat. Nah, thanks, thanks. And thanks. I'm sorry about what we're about to play, but that was actually my producer's idea. We're playing Fashion by David Bowie. I'm sorry about this. Super pleased to have a very handsome uh, Jordan in just then, but now we have our final guest. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, I to say there. hello now, am you I on? Can. Hello, everybody. Introduce yourself. <laughs> well, no, you introduce All right, me. Fine. I'm the, the guest. <laughs> <laughs> The very and make sure that it's a full rounded, you know, like up it, you know. Well, that is not <laughs> big my, it up, that big is it not up, my style, Steve, darling. Please. We have the very gorgeous Lana P here. Uh, hey! <laughs> why I'm here, I'm not getting paid why I'm here, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I thought charity. We are a very good charity case. Yes. So we appreciate you coming in. What does FUBA mean, by the way? It means fucked up beyond all recognition. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you certainly live up to your reputation. (laughs) Sorry. So I didn't mean that, you know, sometimes I trans-channel evil. I'm a bit like a Tory. I trans-channel evil. I'm sorry. (laughs) What's evil about Tories? Please tell me. Oh, um, I don't really want to go into it, really, because, you know, they know they're suffering and I'm not here to rub it in. Fair enough. 
How yeah. are you? Well, I'm all right, Steve. I'm I'm really well now that I'm with you. I'm glad to hear yes. that. Yes. Lovely. What, what's been going on? We've been we've been bigging up your erasure. Oh yeah. Collaboration so far. We actually played a bit of erasure earlier. Oh, only a bit. And it, <laughs> Well then, we're not be getting a, many royalties. Then we'll. We're not an erasure <laughs> special show. Oh, what a know? shame! I thought that's what Fuba meant. There you go. Explain to us a bit how that came about. Uh, well, uh, what happened is is that it was a hit for me in 1986. Um, I heard my old friend uh, Pete Burns and Divine's, uh, you know, hits, and I thought. Oh, I'm a bit like them. Or they're a little like me. A oh, pale, I see what you're a doing. A okay. version of me. <laughs> so I thought, right, I'll go track down uh, Stock Aitken and a Waterman. So as you I, do. I, as you do, you know, bold as brass. <laughs> and not that I had any brass at the time. <laughs> I had fame, but no brass. Now, who Got wants it. that? Got it. You know. So um, anyway, I went uh, traipsing after, uh, traipsing up to Vineyard Studios in the borough. Okay. And and uh, marched into Pete at uh, Waterman's office and I said, oh, Pete, you know, oh, yeah, Lana, you know, comic strip presents everything because mm-hmm. I was doing the comic yeah, yeah. strip presents then. And so I had a bit of profile to, mm-hmm. you know, give me that bit of cachet and bold as brassness. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, I've got this song that I want you to make into a hit and he said oh well can you sing a few bars and I said yes it goes surrender your gender agenda bender (laughs) surrender your gender agenda surrender well anyway he absolutely cracked up (laughs) fell off his chair literally almost rolling around on the floor holding his stomach anyway I thought how rude <laughs> so well, after he'd composed himself he it's said, not very stock aching and waterman lyrics is it no <laughs> no and i think it was a bit too avant-garde for Got him it. yes he said i don't think it's actually gonna get radio <laughs> on airplay radio Fair. one airplay on and i went oh <laughs> do you think i thought i, I thought they were progressive <laughs> not that progressive lana right he said you remind me of Mae West. He said, you know, just like every syllable you utter has a kind of, you know, meaning naught, behind naughty it. innuendo about it. So I said, well, don't get too excited. <laughs> I said, because you don't look as if you can afford luxuries to me. <laughs> so um, anyway. Poor Pete. Uh, yeah, poor Pete. So anyway, he said, uh, I, I, I've got something in mind. So. He went to his uh, songwriters, uh, Morrison and Washbourne, and they came up with this pistol in my pocket, which was obviously a tribute to one of my spirit guides, the great Mae West. And Mm -hmm. also it was just very uh, transparent in its motivation. It wasn't as covert as, you know, we all know, you know, what pistol in your pocket is referring to. Oh no, to. please explain. Yeah, well <laughs> That's, I get it. I don't want you to get too excited because you're another one that don't look as if you can afford luxuries. Anyway so you, just, I, you, you think correctly Just drink your wine through, through, through your, it's the first time I've ever seen anybody with a large bottle of wine with a straw, of- straw in the end anyway, that with a teat on the end and um, anyway enjoy. Excuse and me do, do you ever get anybody from AA in here to interview? Carry on. I'm, I'll, I'm just leaving it with you. <laughs> and I'm not judging, Steve. Carry on. I you don't are... judge. <laughs> and uh, But 
I feel paralytic just breathing there. Anyway, could you open the door, please? Um, anyway, so um, anyway, so pistol in my pocket came about, and um, it just took off. Now, interestingly enough, there was this DJ in uh, Australia mm-hmm. that got hold of it, Big Jono. Do you remember Big Jono? He used to do all the teleprograms and everything like this no. morning. He had a big, uh, okay. you know, a, a sizable stunt over here mm-hmm. at one time. So Big Jono got hold of it and started, you know, uh, smashing it out on the airwaves over there. And um, it was actually all the heterosexual clubs and DJs that started. The- worst kind yeah playing pistol in my pocket <laughs> and then the the uh gay djs and clubs uh picked up on it mm-hmm. and uh and it 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 became a, a top 10 hit in australia australia all over australia and um you know like uh i i, I did an interview with somebody called uh well with somebody with the famous molly meldrum from countdown which was our equivalent of i don't know an itv chart show okay uh, top of the pops uh, which i have appeared on twice okay so um sorry i'll pick that name up off the floor <laughs> in a moment and um but hold on so it's being re-released right so anyway so uh, here we are going off in a tangent what's i going off in you a are tangent? going off in a tangent and well, we don't have long right. just bring me back you know I'm, <laughs> I'm, a wo- I'm a woman of a certain age and um the thing is uh, and i can certainly bear a grudge um so um anyway so uh, what happened was uh i think early uh last year uh somebody who the, because pistol had been a soundtrack to lots of people's lives right mm-hmm. um in the 80s and that so i had somebody uh who uh was living in uh, living and born in um south africa approached me and said could we would you be interested in doing a totally fresh version of pistol in my pocket it was the soundtrack to my life you know it was like the one of the signposts you were one of the signposts on you know the road to damascus you'd stop my pendulum from swinging this first time i'd heard about his pendulum and i didn't want to know anymore and um so he said would i do it or you know would i do a real fresh version and uh, keeping all the magic of the old one and i said so long as it's at no cost to me the artist i'd be very happy absolutely and you're going to have to put that down in writing. He said, absolutely no problem. So went into the studio, did a fresh version of it. And I thought, uh, well, you know, uh, we could put this out and it just be, oh, you know, fresh version of Pistol. But then I thought, maybe I should get round my friend Andy Bell from Erasure because maybe Andy, you Andy is a brilliant DJ right yeah, as well yeah, as a brilliant yeah. talent he's a brilliant DJ and uh, I knew that he was mixing things and so anyway I got in touch and I said oh Andy do you fancy like giving a uh, pistol in my pocket uh, a, a 2018 remix and he said no <laughs> 
And I thought, right, well, that's that friendship over. Well, screw you. And then. here's a doll <laughs> waiting for pins to go in it. And he said, no. He said, but I will ask Vince, Vince Clark, to do a mix. Anyway, Vince said, oh, yeah, you know, I have a lot of respect for Lana and uh, love the song. And I said, oh, is that show a little respect to me? <laughs> that was what we played earlier. And, um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, is that the bit you pe- pe- played? Yeah, we did. That right. exact. That, You've got that, Tuppence coming to your erasure. <laughs> and, um, probably not even that. Yeah, no, probably not. Um, well, the way that the 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 uh, download. Oh, tell um, me about it. Yeah. System works. So anyway, so Vince Clark did this really brilliant, uh, right across the board uh, mix of Pistol, and I'm thrilled. Would you like it. to introduce it to close the show? Right. Okay. So um, here is the. 2018 uh, Erasure Mix by the brilliant Vince Clark of my 1986 worldwide hit Pistol in My Pocket. Oh, <laughs> take it away. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Till next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.